1: Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio.
2: I'm Pastor John Simon, along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women gain control of their lives. Folks, I'm so glad that you're out there with us tonight to hear about um, uh, what our topic is. Our topic is going to be a homeless report. So we're going to give you a little report of what's going on out there out in East County, uh, working with the homeless, and we have some great topics uh, that be explained about for them. Guys, how are you guys doing?
3: Good. Doing, yeah, really good. Very excited about the show.
2: I am, too. This is something that's uh, going to really be fantastic. We got a lot of good reports to uh, let you know about. And so, um, guys, I'm just going to go ahead and let's start us off with um, Scripture, and I'm going to talk about what uh, God says about the poor. And I'm going to be reading out Isaiah 61, verse 1. And, in this, and this is how it says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. I know, folks, that God has really anointed me. Um, we've been doing this for quite some time. Uh, we got a call from, matter of fact, just to let you guys let you know what's going on um, from the East County Courthouse. We're going to be starting to work with uh, people in the felony departments. So that's really huge. We do folks a lot with the misdemeanors. And we go down and work in the holding tanks to try to help people get into programs instead of incarceration. So that's one of the praise reports that we got to today. And so I know that God's anointed me. I'm sure that, Ed, that you feel the same way, that he is anointing you for the um, the homeless, and you too, Blaine. Mm-hmm. So um, I just want to start off. The program is, is that, um, folks, last—not uh, the week, last week, but the week before, if I remember right, we had three that accepted the Lord. It was two brothers and another gentleman at another park. We go to a couple parks out there, folks. So um, I'm just so happy to see these men uh, gave their life over to the Lord, and then we gave them Bibles last time, and they're really happy to receive their Bibles. They were. So um, I wasn't there last week, guys. I know that you were. Um, Was there something I might have missed there?
3: Well, I know that um, as— Ed and I were hanging out, and and people started coming. There was there was a pretty good crowd that came in. Uh, It's different every week, Brother John. It's it's different. Um, You know, there's times we've showed up at those parks, and folks are just they're they're flocking to us. They're hungry. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, this week it seems like they were they were in need of a lot of clothing. Did you see all the clothing that went out this week, Pastor Ed?
4: Yeah. You know the other interesting thing about this week is we normally pray for probably a dozen people. Yeah, um, there wasn't a lot of prayer out there this this Saturday for some reason. Yeah, um, you would ask uh two or three people, and they'd say, "I'm doing fine." I, well, you sure do. You need prayer about something? It was kind of an unusual weekend in that because normally they say, "Oh, yeah."
2: you know and that's what we need to let the folks know um, when we go out there and this is kind of a typical day for us we go out there and when we do we open up our van doors and our trucks and that and when we do we set up tables and we got uh, about five or six banquet tables the large big ones and then we set a stick out there we take out uh, clothing for them we take out food and water we take out bibles and then we lay them all out there and folks they um they we we then everybody usually grabs their hands and their their hands and we form a big circle out there and we has had some big big circles guys and um and i'm talking about 35 people in a circle and that makes a pretty big circle and and we all pray for the food and then and that so go ahead yes sir. yeah
4: and what's really amazing when we do that is we've had homeless come in and say can i pray oh yes and sir. so we let them pray for this and and that uh that, that's always amazing to me i mean sharing people and seeing them come to christ is one thing but when they stand out there and start praying for for the people there and for the the things that are provided that's amazing to me for sure. Yes,
3: I really think so, Ed. And, and there's been, John, there's been so many times we've been out there and that you would see the joy in some of these folks. Yes. I remember one, one, one morning, there was a woman named Mary. We said, let's circle up in prayer. She jumped in the middle uh, of the circle and right. said, can I pray, can I pray, can I pray? And, and to hear those, um, because, you know, what? we're around a lot of people. Yes, and it's hard to pray in front of people sometimes. But man, we have seen some of the the yes. homeless folks that truly, really love the Lord, and man, they'll just belt out some prayer because they're talking to their Father in heaven. and If we could coach that with everyone we meet, um, we'll hear good, well done, good yeah. faithful servant. A-
2: absolutely, and it, and it's not all about um, it's it's not about us gaining anything um, and get, making points with God. Oh. It's 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 God put this on my, my heart because, um, like I said before. I never thought I would ever be working with the homeless. I never thought that would have been my ministry. My ministry, would, when I started out, was going to rest homes and preaching in rest homes. But God brought me over in this ministry, and I am so glad that he did because of the the, the joy that I see, the people that we have touched. I— Oh, Blaine had a, a, a question. The question was the other night you were uh, with some fa- uh, friends and family. What was the question the lady brought to you, or was it my sister, was it, or somebody or you said it, someone-
3: it was somebody? It was your sister, my mm-hmm. wife. Um, we had all sat and listened to our last week's show, okay. Lynette. And, you know, all of us were in tears. She was in tears. Oh, our yeah, sound was man moment. was in tears. Um, mm-hmm. Her testimony um, wiped us out. But um, uh, my wife said, well, how many folks have we been able to help like Lynette, who actually got off the streets, got clean, got some housing, and actually she's 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 on the worship team at your yes, guys' church. Ab- absolutely, I mean, she's walking with Jesus, and I want to share this later if I get a moment. But okay. um, but of course, I'm not going to take too much time. But I, I let my your my wife, your assistant, <laughs> know that we have praise God. God's touched hundreds of people like Lynette, got um, them in a place where not only are we we're, we're giving them the word, we're giving them that prayer. Which is all hope yes. in our Father in Heaven, and and these folks, they're getting housing, they're getting to work, they're they're walking with Jesus. Their lives have been transformed.
2: Oh, big time! Yeah, um, it, you know that's the thing about it too. I love that because some people say, "How do you not know how many people you put in?" Well, you know, at one time when we first started, it was easy to keep count. Yeah. Okay, and and as we got up to seventy. <laughs> I, I, my mind went from there on and so um we did start you know we had others to start keeping count so um we put uh it was in it was oh we're in the 200s now so that's how yeah. many
4: and i always remember how much trouble david got into for counting people
2: oh yeah <laughs> i we try to be you know that's a hard thing you know um we do a count out there um to see how many people we we work and help with and um and um the main thing is is that it's not about always numbers it's no. about how how we touch lives and and watch god you you um I always said when I go out there, there' are not a day that i don't when I go out there that I do not see God in action. God is always there, whether we're praying for somebody, and the Holy Spirit just comes down on that, and tears are just flowing, and that person's just opening up. Um, they tell you all about their lives um, and they're looking for that hope yep. and we are the hope that help them and and um i wish we had um a funding where we can house everybody in their own housing and take these people off the street and give them love like we've been doing but just it, just taking people and putting them in hotels we talked about this before where we stuck them in for a few days just a few days is like gold to them mm-hmm. they get to take the shower they feel safe um i we heard a lot of stories out there folks and it's it's sad it, it it's it's scary they say it's very scary i heard that they um they have tents and they break into their tents uh, a lot of um what we know of a lot of deaths mm-hmm. um we know on a few people that we have been working with and um tragedy happened to them so Ed, did you say you were just going to say something there? And when you talk about we,
4: we've been on the side of, or we've seen a lot of the people we deal with in in death, and I just wanted to say we've we've seen people on both sides yes, of the have. death. Uh, so for us, we feel safe out there, and they've even if things start start going a little south, they'll even come up and tell you don't don't worry about it. We got your back. Oh, yeah. So they take care of us out there. But these same people, you we go out there. They're not there. We start asking around find out they're in jail because they either killed somebody or they're in the morgue because they were killed. Yeah. That's, that's sometimes really hard to take because yes. we do spend a lot of time. We make the, our relationship with them as a personal relationship. Mm-hmm. And so when you find out they're either in jail or they're uh, dead— it uh, it really does hit home. It really does. The it is out there.
2: And, and, and you just said it just a little bit ago. It, it's not a number to us, folks. That's right. It it they are a person. They are uh, uh, my heart goes out for them. And when I get home, I think how lucky I am uh, and I say really that thank you God for really helping me and protecting me and give and giving me a place to stay because mm-hmm. I value a shower a lot more than a lot of people would because they you see how dirty they get, they can get because they don't have the, they don't have a place to take showers. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our, we go right to our refrigerator or our cabinets and pull out food and make our food and eat on them. They can't do that. They can only take little light stuff that they can travel with. They can't go open the can and cook that up or anything to the effect of that or use a microwave yeah. um, and, and and have a place to sleep. To lay your head down and and sleep in peace, they can't do that. And they'll tell you that they are awake most of the night for their own protection. Blaine, would you want to give us a little positive on this? Yeah. You know, I've
3: got a scripture over here that uh-huh. with the things that we're talking about, and it, you know, our audience, brothers and sisters, you know, I mean, Jesus sent the uh, 12 out and they came back with reports. We are very humble. We know God does all the work. We give them every ounce of credit. He our God, our Father in heaven, just, he astonishes us all, every day, all right. whether we're out there with the homeless or just every day living on planet Earth. But um, I've got a really good scripture because, you know, God has um, brought these folks to us and there's some that stick and there's some that go. Um, the ones that really want to help, they want to change their lives, um, you know, they, they want to help when we get there, they help unfold the tables. But here's a scripture, you guys, this was on my heart. It was. Uh, it's found in First Thessalonians, it's chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. And I think this kind of comes down to what we get to do, guys. It says, as you know, how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you, as a father does his own children, that you would walk worthy of God, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. Uh-huh. We get to pray over these folks. We get to give them that word of God. Because the word of God and prayer, that, it changed our lives. And we get to see the power, not only God's spirit, but the word And then we get to encourage these folks to keep moving on, pressing forward. But as always, as we encourage each other, we must be in the Word on a daily basis. It's our power. It's our strength. And we get to do that with these folks.
2: And that's the joy. That's such a joy of uh, being out there and working with them. We get to see them grow. Mm -hmm. And that's the greatest thing. I remember from the very first time we were out there to now and how God not only – grew with help them to grow and help them people to get into places but he grew us as uh servants are you know we're part of the family we are we're children of god but he he helped me to see things that i cherish in a different way now and i thank god for because we know um there's i don't know how many times we take for granted and, you know, for what we have. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes we'll, we we don't give enough thanks to God. Amen. And, you know, and um, I was reading last night in Galatians. I love Galatians. You know, I love the, all the Bible. But, um, you know, the pillar, you know, they are called the pillars. John, James, and Peter were called the pillars of the church, right? Yeah. And so um, Barnabas and and Paul were up there talking to them. And they said, um, do you have anything that you want to um for us? And the only things that the pillar said to them, and this is what I want to read, because I want to quote it right. And this is in Galatians 2 and verse 10. It says, their only suggestion was that we keep on helping the poor, which I have always been eager to do. Now, that's from Paul. Okay. And, you know, and when when I seen that, that gave me joy because um, it was – this has been ongoing since – time Um, when humans were around i'm sure there was poor around there too but there was a little different stories there too um if you read in the old testament that they uh that god called them to take care of their poor that was one of the uh, things they had to do requirements but um i looked at that and i thought my 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 i i love to hear that because i think that it really for us folks um, for you out there folks i think each and every one of us has been called to help the poor in one way or another, we can all do it. If you know, and I know some uh, uh, some people don't want to be out there on the front lines. That's okay. There's other ways that you can help. You can help um, by support, by uh, donations, or you can give financially. Or there's ways that you can do it. And and but we're all called to help the the homeless. Mm-hmm. So um, that was what I I got excited about. Ed, you know.
4: Yeah, you know, I want I want to give a story about two brothers out there. Oh yeah, we had. Uh, Nathan was one that we had worked with uh, quite a while. I'd spent a lot of time sharing with him. And John and I joke about this because he came over one day, and John and I are standing there, and he asked if he could talk to John alone. So I walked away, and he turned, and asked John if he'd lead him to Christ.
2: So, <laughs> and Ed's been working on him all that time to lead him to Christ, and I yeah, just got lucky to yeah, be there at the right time. But, but. but
4: the main thing was he did accept Christ. Well, his brother's out there. And uh his brother uh Blaine was out there It's been probably about three, maybe four weeks ago, talking to him, and you ask him what's your favorite bible verse oh,
3: that's right and
4: he whips open the Bible and he starts reading these scriptures and and you know it's sometimes you we don't even realize how much they've been affected until mm-hmm. things like that happen. Nathan gave his life and and uh now i I gotta admit they're both still on drugs, yeah. But they've turned to Christ, and we're trying to get the other brother, the younger brother into the military, so we're working on him to do that, but, you know, yeah. but the thing is here are the these two kids out there they're they're I think Nathan was about sixteen when we first met him. he's probably twenty now 22, twenty two something like yeah. that mm-hmm. so so he hasn't gotten off the street. But he does still. He talks about praying to God, and and uh, I, don't, I don't. He's never said anything to me about writing, reading the Bible, but his brother obviously does. Because as soon as Blaine asked him, boy, he pipped the, that Bible flipped open and started reading scripture. No he hesitation.
3: Sure
2: that was I, beautiful. I love that, and you see, and that's what um, our job is to put the seed out, to introduce them to the Lord, and the Holy Spirit will work on them from there. Um, and you know, and, and they come, they know that we're there for them. Folks, uh, I tell you, they, they'll tell us a lot of stuff that was going on in their life. So much stuff that sometimes I really don't want to hear about the certain situations that goes on, but this is the confidence that they have in us because we not became now we became, um, oh, what's it's word that I'm looking for the, they, that they they, they, they have trust. They they, yes. they trust us, and they know that whatever they say, there's not going to be no judgment on them. Right. And we're there to give them that hope and to give them, you know, all the help that we can. So, Blaine, I know you're ready. You-, you know, Brother
3: John always looks at my eyes, and I'm sitting over here on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I just wanted to—I found a scripture from what you read about um, when when the pillars were talking with Paul, and he said, you know, to to just oversee— Um, feed the poor. Yes. Um, You know, I think we all know, you know, um, the poor have always been overlooked and they've been looked down upon. And when Jesus was here, man, oh man, these are Jesus's words, folks. I'm going to read to you out of Matthew 11, verse three, four, five, and six. John the Baptist said and said to him, are you the coming one or do we look for another? Jesus answered folks and said to them, go and tell John the things which you hear and see. The blind see, the lame walk, the leopards are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! On that. We are preaching the gospel to the poor, and um, and again, all glory to our Lord. But that's what Jesus want. That's what Jesus did, and so this scripture came on my heart with the scripture that you were talking about. Um, that that we get to share the hope. Um, and I'm sure plenty of folks, you know, have a lot of compassion for those that are homeless, and they'll sure. they'll try and give them money sometimes, or they'll mm-hmm. try and give them some food. And I know, as with myself, always having Bibles close by, I do like to hand out Bibles even when I'm on the road, and somebody's, you know, has a sign out on the street. Absolutely, give them a little pocket Bible. Um, but we we get to we get to preach the gospel the poor and you know what folks we're not to overlook the poor and uh they're listening and in our job is to plant those seeds the seeds of the word we we've read on this on this radio station um the sower of the seeds we know that not all seeds fall on fertile ground or even a fertile heart mm-hmm. um but we we just we just we send out those seeds and then and then god blesses you guys you know and and me he's, yes. he's put many people in our paths that say hey or we'll ask them you know you What does it profit a man or a woman to gain the entire world but to lose their soul? I said that to a woman once who just got some housing. Um, God put it on my heart. And I said, man, I go, do you want to be forgiven of your sins? Do you want to start over? Do you want to be born again? Uh Um, Do you want to receive Jesus? He paid for those sins. That woman, man, she wanted Jesus. And we see that with so many folks. And and it's great that that, uh, he's put on your heart. And that we get to join in as our as our listeners get to join in with us, whether they're supporting us through prayer, Mm -hmm. um, financially, um, God's working.
2: Absolutely, and you know, um, next week we're going to have Gina. Gina's been out there as uh, she came probably about a year, year and a half later after um, we were already out there. She's been out there. She is doing so well, folks. Now she is working. She's again. She's off the streets, and she's going to give her testimony next week. And she, Mike, you know, I almost going to want to cry right now because I watched this lady grow. I seen God touch her. She came to church. She got baptized. Well, first, we baptized her out there in the park, and then we baptized her um, at church. She comes to church um, and, you know, at times, you know, um, and for them to come to church, folks, I just want you to understand. It's not like you and I, where we just get we jump in the shower, we get dressed and we go. They have to watch out for their belongings or have someone watching their belongings or they got to take it there for them to go to church. Mm -hmm. And when I see them come to church, they're coming for a reason. And they're coming because the Lord has touched their heart. So they're going to be so. Next week, folks, if you will remember, next week we have Gina. You're going to love to hear her testimony because um, she is she is a tough girl with a kind heart, mm-hmm. and um and she's gonna she's gonna explain all that and what she's seen that. So that's going to be another great testimony, uh, gentlemen. Um, you got anything you guys like to add in there, Ed?
4: Yeah, just one scripture I want to get through real quick here. Uh, This comes out of Isaiah 43, verses 1 and 2 and part of 3. Uh, It says, uh, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Uh When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we try to present to these people. It doesn't make any difference what you're going through. He's with you, and he's He's going to get you through whatever it is when you uh, lay those things down before him and you trust him to take care of you. Amen.
2: I love that. You know, when you're reading that scripture, my heart um, was just sitting there thinking it, it came over, came on me, the Holy Spirit jesus left the um the 99 and they say that they left the 99 sheep and went after the one right Mm -hmm. there ain't one out there those are the ones that were out there they feel like they have been left out there and no one's there to help them and that's what we're there to to give them the good news to spread the good news about the lord their savior and and to give them that hope um I, that was excellent. I love that scripture. That was perfect. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the way it is. Last guys, last chance guys to say anything before we come to a closing here. Would you, um, anything comes to mind?
4: Nope. I just said my last, <laughs> my <yeah>. last
3: say, <laughs> well, he's the cleanup. <laughs> hey, yeah, right. It seems like, uh, I, there was so many things on our hearts in this short amount of time. And so that's why I just wanted to be quiet. Cause I, <laughs> I love hearing, uh, pastor Ed's wisdom. Um, praise God for all that he's doing. And, um, we get to be witnesses. We get to witness what God's doing, um, not only there but everywhere. And, and so we're, we're praying. You know, We pray. I pray. You know, We pray for our audience every, yep. every week. We want God to touch them, move them, draw them. And those of you that have not received Jesus, we want you to come to know him. And we want you to contact us or your local church or that, uh, that Christian friend of yours to say, you know, what does it mean to be born again? And uh, we, we, we get to share that with folks and mm-hmm. sometimes on this radio show.
2: I love that. That's the way they end closing the show. Folks, I just want to thank you for being with us tonight. I would like to give a shout-out to our sponsors, uh, like Goodwill with Anna and Kim. Uh, we appreciate you for giving all the clothes and the jackets and sleeping bags for the, the homeless there. Uh, we want to thank uh, Javier over at Sombreros and just tell him, hey, thank you, Javier, and your family. God bless you guys. You help us feed feeding the homeless. We want to give a shout-out to Jeremy and Tim over there at Skyline. Hey, Jeremy, Tim, hey, we thank you so much for helping us so that we can help the homeless, and also Pastor Steve Forsythe over at Delco and Westland Church. We thank you folks um i hope that you'll join us next week for the next show that'll be with gina She is going to have a great testimony and i just want to thank you if you want to give us a call you can our number is 619-715-6915 again that number is 619-715-6915 or you can go to cornerstone transitional dot um, org and you can reach out to us that way but I want to thank you for listening. And again, may God bless in each
1: and every one of you. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise